1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over twenty-eight million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Hour number two here for Gwyn and Chris. Tony Gwen Jr., Chrisello. Matthew Scraby. Uh did I see the Dodge? I got a couple of banners that came across the phone. Did Dodgers score? Oh, oh my yeah, goodness.
3: They scored badder. like four in the ninth with two outs, so looks like they're gonna win this uh, spring training contest. Damping, dampening the Padres' cactus league championship hopes. It's very disappointing. Yes, indeed. We've already fallen like a couple of games behind Dick Montfort's Rockies, who are three and zero. See, he was right. Ooh. He can compete. Oh, with his the team is amazing level. at this level. He said
2: it's on the same level after you know the first couple guys.
3: Yeah. In spring miss- training, probably the Rockies are playing their starters, which makes them even with the rest of the league, which is playing their backups. So that's never
2: a dull moment, and never miss a moment from '97 seven three the fan again with the free Odyssey app. You can download podcasts from your favorite talk shows and listen whenever, wherever works best for you. Uh, Daily Gambit. Uh, I mean, this is our first one of the week. Do we do a daily gambit on Friday? We
4: didn't because you were caught in all that crazy Peoria traffic, oh. and Chris was uh, weather delayed at the airport after all the trash he talked By about. By the way, weather. Chris,
2: we could feel your anxiety like oh, yeah. in the air, and you weren't even nowhere near us, but we could feel it. Yeah, yeah. as you kept as you were texting about your flight being. Canceled.
3: Yeah, we just couldn't get there. We could not only couldn't get to Las Vegas on Friday, Tony. Because of the torrential rain that was apparently going on in the southern, southwest part of the United States. But uh, we really couldn't get home at all Saturday night following our game. Uh, we were supposed to get into San Diego around, I think, 7 o'clock on Saturday night. We didn't get into about 10 15, 10 30. Somebody told me they closed down the airport here in San Diego Saturday really? night. Not closed the actual airport, but weren't allowing flights to land. Flights to come in. Was that because hours. of bad weather? Yeah, but it wasn't that oh, bad. Oh, okay. How bad uh, was it?
4: I mean, we're such... It much. actually was pretty bad on Saturday, I will I, say. I can
2: tell I can tell you it was bad enough for uh, my daughter's sixth grade camp to be postponed
3: because well, that, buses can't okay. drive up that way. All yeah. Right, well, that's that That means it must have been Julian really was awful.
4: shut down. I was going to take little Lucky the Puppy up there, but I couldn't Lucky get up there. Lucky the Puppy. There.
3: Yeah. By the
2: way, Lucky the puppy. Uh, every time I see him, he is in dirty water or mud. <laughs> every time you post this, this this, this dog likes to be in
4: water. He loves water. I I don't get it. He's half fish. Like he was. <laughs> it, go to my my Twitter at Matt Scravey, But he was trying to to walk in all of the rain. That was flowing down the street because he's a gutter dog. Apparently, he he loves it. He it's insane. I've never had a dog or met. Can a you dog take care like this. of this dog properly, please? No, I'm, Gee, I am.
2: You got him. You got him gutter running, man. Come on.
4: I, I well, I, I don't choose for him to run in the gutter <laughs> like. I, I think that lucky well, keep puppy... control of the
2: keep control of the animal.
4: No, he's I'm you're letting him live, live his best life. I'm letting him oh, live see, his best uh, life. This right. is
2: this is this is this is uh this is the type of parenting we would get from Scravey just I, let I, the kid do let the kid run everything. So basically
4: the tail <laughs> is wagging
3: the dog then is what you're Maybe, telling me. real quick though, I had a
4: an incident this morning on the walk that I, I need you guys' opinion on. Um so I was walking lucky and then I came across a woman who was calling out for her dog and apparently her dog ran off on the walk and she couldn't find the dog so i spent a good 45 minutes helping her look for the dog and walking to different areas and calling the dog's name not an easy name to yell clifton clifton <laughs> 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 but after like 45 minutes I-, I needed to get home so i can get ready to come do work and i just left her and i felt really bad but is it okay for me to leave
3: yeah, the I mean, lady's still looking for that. her dog as we speak,
4: probably.
2: probably. I mean, I felt <laughs> nice really job. terrible.
4: I felt really <laughs> nice terrible. Nice job. Chris, Chris where'd I you, waited where'd you, 45 where'd minutes.
2: Weren't you working with Lucky on, like, the whole sniffing thing and, like, finding it? You didn't pull that off? No.
4: <laughs> you are right. This was an off-air conversation, but oh,
2: off I'm trying to make him into a sniffer dog.
3: <laughs> but, no, we no, couldn't No, I think find that him. found its way to the air. Did it? It just did. Oh, yes, it just did. It just yeah. did.
4: Anyway, I felt really bad but I had to go and I hope that she found her dog. So if you're listening, yeah, well, we, I hope you found Clifton. Good thing yeah, you really hope. cared
3: cared a heartfelt caring there by you to stick around. By the way, <laughs> um how about last week Scraby uh tweets out the fact that he asked everybody, am I a b-? maybe you touched on this on the show Friday? Oh,
4: oh no, I didn't. I did. But he I asked didn't.
3: everybody, am I a bad guy? Because I secretly smiled when I went past a guy who had been involved in a bit of an a road. Okay, here,
4: I'll tell you. Right, so, tell, uh,
3: tell me exactly what you said. But the guy went whizzing past you on the freeway. On Saturday. Up, on Saturday. And then up a mile or two, you saw him like in an auto accident. And you were happy that the guy got in an auto. All right, Chris
4: (laughs) is making it sound way worse than it was, but I saw this guy in this big truck go like 80 past me in a torrential torrential downpour. Like, it was just stupid and dangerous. And so uh, I drive up maybe a mile or two, and that same person, there was no damage on the car, but it was spun around in, like, the slow lanes, and it was facing me. And so as hmm. I drove by, I, I, I couldn't help myself but put a little smile on my face. because instead of, I instead, of guy, offer, no. instead of offering was, any
3: assistance, he, he drove was, by no. and smiled.
4: He was okay. <laughs> Everything looked to be fine.
3: <laughs> but I got plenty of people that told me I am not a bad person. So. Uh, listen, I, did, I, I, I don't, agree with you, actually, on this one, Scrape. Because yeah, I yeah, secretly yeah. root for everybody who passes me at 100 miles an hour to have a spin out somewhere down the road. <laughs> See, so. I,
2: I, don't, I don't take it as far as spin out, but I do hope that they... I, I pull up and there's there's some sirens. Like, yes, oh, I yeah. would love yeah, that. I also that, hope that would, for that. That is my that is my hope and dream. When do you I think I feel the somebody. Do you
3: think the police officer would be upset if you yourself skidded over to the side of the road, got out, and applauded the police officer <laughs> for pulling the yo-yo See, over. this is
2: why we're such good partners together. Because I secretly imagine those things happening. I don't Me necessarily too, pull over, but I definitely have a scene. I have imagined myself. And seeing somebody who just sped by me stupidly, yeah, pulled over, getting a ticket, and me rolling down my window and clapping, yes. as I drove by. <laughs> That's exactly. I have visualized what you
3: want that. To do. Exactly. <laughs> the officer should take a bow for pulling that person over. I agree. I let's, agree. Let's get
2: to the Daily Gambit.
1: Do you like money?
0: I think about money a oh, lot.
1: Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports?
2: I think Washington is a
3: mortal lock.
1: Washington! woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Well, nothing is ever your
4: fault. It's your game. Take it.
0: Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The
3: Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan.
4: Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. And as always, remember to gamble responsibly. I'm going to start off, guys, with a bet that someone made that I would argue is not a responsible bet. Now, Bleacher Report Betting tweeted out five hours ago that Caesars Sports took a $3,000 bet on the Chicago Bears to win the Super Bowl in 2023. That would net them $300,000. It's a 10000 on the odds. But I would argue that that person just flushed $3,000 down the toilet. Yeah.
2: I wouldn't, I they wouldn't probably have it. that to spare. At least I, oh, hope, I hope they would, have yeah, that to spare. Yeah, I would spare. hope so too. But. Because
3: that is kind of throwing money away. But you never know. I mean, the longest shot on the board to win the Super Bowl... I'm trying to think if Kurt Warner's Rams might have been in that situation way back when. What about Eli's I feel like Giants? They were. I don't think Eli's Giants were necessarily the longest odds okay. on the board. I feel like the Rams might have been. But
2: the Rams might, be right, might have Chris. been
3: like the lowest odds of any team going into that year, and especially when. Remember, their starting quarterback that year was a guy by the name of Trent Green. Trent Green. Yeah. He got hurt. <laughs> they put Kurt Warner in, and I'm sure everybody said there's no chance the Rams They had won three or four games the year before. Wait,
4: this guy worked at a grocery store last year?
3: Right. Or two years ago? They ended up actually winning the Super Bowl that year. So, for 3000 bucks, I actually, as long as it's not my $3,000, bucks, you are taking a <laughs> flyer on this. You're taking a crazy flyer. There was, some, there was a couple of crazy results before you get to tonight's stuff, but the... The shot by uh, Lamont Butler oh, yeah. on Saturday night turned Aztec betters into winners. Yeah, uh, The Aztecs were favored by one and a half points in that game. They were down by one when Lamont Butler let the three-pointer go. Of course, he ended up winning by two.
0: So I that was one veins. of those. Yeah, yeah, that was a beautiful shot
3: by Lamont Butler. And I was so happy for him because Me too. he was the one that kind of boxed up the end of the Arkansas game way back when. And uh, now he made up for it, so I, I couldn't have been happier for for a young guy. Uh, the other game that had to be crazy this weekend—if you bet on Michigan State against Iowa—and all I saw did was you a see this Fran McCaffrey Tony, at all? like lost his mind. Michigan, no, Fran McCaffrey's in, Fran McCaffrey's crazy. No, this Michigan State <laughs> Iowa game on Saturday, Michigan State led one. by thirteen with a minute and a half to go, and Iowa. Scored twenty-three points in the final minute and a half. They hit six three-pointers, and they sent the game to overtime. And Iowa ended up winning the game one twelve to one hundred six. Wow! You imagine having a thirteen-point lead with a minute thirty to go, and Michigan State did not hang on to that. So that's why you have to gamble responsibly because stuff like that happens. There's
4: no way to predict that. I have another. Uh... I guess this was a responsible-ish bet, but a 12-leg parlay, in my opinion, is never responsible because that's many, many, many legs that you have to hit. But this person bet $500. It was uh, plus 57009 on the odds, and they ended up winning two hundred and eighty-five plus thousand dollars because they hit on this 12-leg parlay. They hit it? Yes. They had a money line on St. Bonaventure, money line on Maryland, money line on Ohio State, money line on Providence. Money line on Belmont, uh, and then a soccer result: Almeria versus Bal- Barcelona. Oh, wow, I'm not even sure if I said Almeria, right? I'm sure that I'm going to get some notes about that. Dave
3: Marcus will double check on. Yes, you. it's not Juventus;
4: it's Juventus. Money line: <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks. Point spread: Buffalo Sabers. Money line: Michigan Wolverines. Money line: Minnesota Wild, and uh, then the. Toronto Maple Leafs on the puck line, and the Clippers and Nuggets, or the, sorry, the Nuggets on the money Jeez line. They, wow. they hit all of that in one day. Hit them day. all.
2: I, I, I hope he got paid. Yeah, $285,000. Oh, yeah, that's worth it.
3: That's it's worth it, but I mean, come on. <laughs> it's not very smart. <laughs> 12 for 12. You How waste. much did he put up?
4: 500 Oh, I don't
3: know about 500
2: uh,
4: That's why I said it's a responsible- Going into that, bag. you're like-
2: Twelve? I gotta pay five hundred. I don't know.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's ninety one not... though. Good for you. Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm feeling pretty good on the XFL so far. I think I'm five and zero, so I'm halfway to that. Did you pick the Battle Hawks last Thursday? Of course.
4: Okay.
2: How about the Roughnecks with a nice victory last yesterday? (laughs) The Roughnecks
3: with a nice victory. I'm gonna be
4: happy for them. I have not watched much XFL outside of week one. (laughs) How about the
3: Roughnecks with a nice victory? (laughs) Did you guys awesome? Did
4: you guys know you can bet on the uh, 2023 NFL Combine? What can you bet? The 40 yard dash. Anyone's gonna anyone to break 40 yard dash combine record of 4.22? Yes, is plus 400. And then they have the different odds on guys and what they're going to run in the 40-yard dash over under a certain time. So if you want to go and degenerately gamble, you can go there. But please gamble responsibly. All right, two 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 things tonight. I don't know why, but North Carolina I love to make fun of right now. But they are eight-point favorites at Florida State. How bad is Florida State if Not North good. Carolina is eight-point favorites here? But uh, our bet guys...
3: just beat somebody that was pretty good. They beat Virginia, the Virginia. this weekend. Virginia was ranked number six. All right, I stand corrected. So they're they're making a late charge to get into the they tournament. Are. They've won like know the last two or three. Yeah, you know they're going to get in. You know they're going to win a couple of games in the ACC tournament, and they're going to get in. And then they'll probably draw the Aztecs in the first round or something, you know, as an 11 seed. and the Aztecs will have their hands full with them. Do you wanna? Do
4: you think that they're going to win with an eight-point advantage?
3: I do. Okay. I think Florida State is really, really bad right. this year, and North Carolina is in a desperate situation. So they've got to they've got to make it happen. Tony, Tar Heels, baby. I'm gonna say
4: the Tar Heels win before Florida State covers. All right. All right. So you're saying Florida State? You are yeah, being same. the contrarian? For- contrarian. That's been a long time since I've done that. I that was know. a bad version of it. That was a pa- poor version. Poor. Pa- poor. I- Parlay odds. Plus 647 for this. Uh, it's three legs. The Miami Heat plus six against the Sixers. Jimmy Butler to score 25 plus points. And Tobias Harris over one and a half made threes, Tony. Miami Heat plus six on the spread. Jimmy Butler, 25 or more points. Tobias Harris over one and a
2: half made threes. No thank you. No on which one? You. Isn't this a parlay?
3: Yeah. He's no thank you on the whole thing. He oh, doesn't on the think whole it's going to happen. It's not
2: right. going to happen.
4: Yeah, I'm not going to have it. How All much right. do I have to bet on this? Uh, well, it's
3: 6:47, so Plus 10 bucks for 6:47. I'll take a shot on this one. All right. I think the longest shot is Miami covering with the six yes, points. That's the one that's I think Butler can off. score 25. I think Tobias Harris can hit a couple of threes. but Philadelphia is probably going to win by more than six.
2: All right. Well, that is it for the daily gambit. They see certainly, Tobias certainly hit a couple against the uh, against the team that doesn't need to worry about anybody but the Celtics. The other day, I saw <laughs> Memphis. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah Memphis. Is still, the Lakers get Memphis the, tomorrow. They get Memphis tomorrow. The Lakers are starting to make a little noise. They started uh, playing good, right, Chris. Tony, or am I they're overreacting?
2: To, no, you're not. I've been quiet on this. They yeah, are what really four and one since the trade. Since the trades, what, man, it, they're starting they're, to play a little bit. Was it a 27 point comeback? They were 27, 27 points yesterday. I was so pissed off doing the game, <laughs> and it was on my computer that I turned it off.
3: Wow! I can't man. believe you're watching a Laker game <laughs> while you're broadcasting, <laughs> because that is the way you're gonna you're gonna speak over Jesse by accident. No, it's now. not. It's not. They, right, I eventually turned
2: that. it back on because I got a, uh, a, a what do you call it? A, an alert? An, an alert that they were back in the that game. That they were, it was, they were closed the gap. So. Yeah,
3: they came back, uh, big time comeback. I, I tell you, this guy, Vanderbilt, is it? Man, I love that really guy. He's been really been a big boost. And they, First of all, he's. Nobody he's, even he's, knows about who he is. If they picked him up quietly at the trade deadline.
2: He's long as hell, and nobody, he played, he, he, Picks up the best offensive guy on the other team. He does all of the dirty work. Yeah, he's, that's what he's, they needed. He's, he's been a good pickup for sure. And you all know
3: right. what? Uh, you know, real quick, what's happened by the Lakers, I want to thank you personally, Tony, for getting cutting loose Pat Bev. Is Pat Bev picking it up for the Bulls over Cause there? Because he comes over to the Bulls, and the first two games he's with the Bulls, they hold both opponents under 90 points. Hey, and Pat they Bev. win both games. So Pat Bev has given the Bulls a little bit of a boost. Thank Say you what you want much. about Pat Bev;
2: he does. He is a he is a um, he is a what is the word I'm looking for?
3: Disturber. He's a disturber. He's a
2: disturber. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I'm looking for. Um, but yeah, good good pick up both sides. All right, let's get to break. When we return, the Aztecs have a huge win. In the place that is very difficult to win at. We'll explain when we come back. Mark Gwen and Chris.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites.
3: the ball to the as can. With them. Go to the rim. Now you're up top. Four go, to go. The rim. Butler. go to the rim. Two to go. Butler has to put it up for the win. Oh! Butler sinks it up oh! the buzzer. Oh, my goodness.
1: And he is mobbed by his team. The officials will take one more look. Wow. wow. But Lamont wow. Butler did the miracle
3: come wow. in time. Wow. What a shot. What a shot. My goodness. Yeah, go to the rim, big fella. Go to the rim. <laughs> I got your rim right here, pal. Lamont Butler, three-pointer, wins it for the Aztecs Saturday night in Albuquerque, 73-71. Uh, welcome back to Gwynn and Chris. Chris, hello. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, 324 is the time. Uh, real quick, Padres did come up with two runs in the bottom of the ninth inning and load the bases. But uh, came up a run short in that spring training game today against the Dodgers. Final score: LA seven, Padres six. For those that are keeping track, Padres are now two and two in Cactus League play. They fall a game and a half behind the Rockies. Scraby, I'm out in that chase for the Cactus League championship. But the Mountain West Conference championship that is uh, that's in the bag. The Aztecs have uh, gained at least a share of that. Up two games with two to play, thanks to that great victory the other night in Albuquerque. Now, they almost let the game slip away, and it would have been a really bitter loss had Butler not made that shot because they led by four with 20 seconds to go. And then Mensa committed a foul. House hit all three free throws. And then uh, the Aztecs beat the press going the other way, but Darren Trammell's pass was deflected. New Mexico got the ball back. House went down for a layup. And just like that, five points in short order put New Mexico ahead by one. So uh, that could have been a tough loss, but uh, Lamont Butler would not let it happen. And anytime you rally from thirteen down at the pit, that's an impressive win. And this team yeah. continues to show a lot of a lot of fortitude, Tony.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it hasn't always looked pretty, but the results, for the most part, other than five other times this season has been the same. It's been the Aztecs walking away with a W. Um, and, I, you know, I thought this win was indicative of the growth of this team, right? I, I, we've we've seen them maybe earlier in the season not be able to finish this type of game. Um, but to get that big three at the end there, uh, first of all, uh, Lamar Butler I think has just improved as the year has gone on all season long. Uh, but that was a big-time shot. Um, by the way, I can't help but think, listening to that call, how much my man was just flipping all over the play-by-play. <laughs> play. Take it to the hole. Go <laughs> to the hole, big
4: yeah, man.
3: Yeah,
2: I, I, I can't <laughs> listen to calls anymore without
3: it's paying just, attention to that. It's,
4: it's really
2: ruined how I listen to calls now. Yeah, it's the color like guy I'm,
3: there going for a spot <laughs> next to Dave Lapham in the uh, Rate the Radio Hall of Fame. You may have to play that again on Wednesday, Scraby. We'll have some you fun may with very
2: that. Well, you may yeah. very well have to, scrape.
3: But uh, you look at the Aztecs, the thing that, that really stands out to me that I don't think a lot of people are paying attention to is the fact that they've only lost five games. Yes. In this season, in which everybody's lost more than five games, if yeah. you look around the nation, I'm looking at today's top 25, there's only three teams in the top 25 that have fewer than five losses. Houston is 27-2. and two. Alabama's 25 and 4, and UCLA's 25 and 4. Everybody else in the top 25 has at least five losses, just like the Aztecs do. The Aztecs came in at number 18 today, if you're wondering. One spot behind St. Mary's, a team they lost to earlier this season. But only losing five times in this season is impressive. And I don't know how many Mountain West Conference teams are going to go to the tournament. New Mexico probably is going to fade out of the tournament. It uh, looks like Utah State starting to fade out of the tournament a little bit. Uh, Boise State, the Aztecs beat them tomorrow night. They could end up fade. I don't know how many Mountain West teams are going to actually get in, but I still claim that it's a pretty tough league. And I know Wyoming, Colorado State are on the bottom of this league. The Aztecs had to go to overtime to beat Colorado State on the road this year. They had to go right to the wire to beat Wyoming. Wyoming. Those are still tough places to play, even when those teams aren't up to snuff. And for the Aztecs to go through this whole conference with two losses so far, it's been very impressive, very impressive. And I hope it serves them well in a few weeks when the NCAA tournament commences. Right so.
2: after, I believe it, Chris, I believe it was right after they beat um, Utah State in, in, in that kind of crazy game there that we talked about the seeding at one point. And we talked about – and it might even have been after the Fresno game. I can't remember when it was. But right. we talked about um, where they were at the seeding and how they could possibly move up if they if they ran the table the rest of the way. And we highlighted that New Mexico game and that Boise State game both being on the road as the toughest matchups they're, you're going to have in the regular season. Well – they check one of those off with that win against New Mexico. They got the next one coming up here tomorrow against Boise State at Boise State. You get a win there, man. You got senior night at home. You're going to have a, the top seed, which means you're going to get a bye in the, into the Mountain West Conference Tournament. And, man, they have a chance to, to really, I think, move their spot up in terms of seeding if they continue to stack Ws on top of each other as they've now won – what, five in a row? Six. Since, uh, six. Six in a row.
3: Six in a row, ten out of eleven. I mean, they're trending certainly in the right direction, Tony. Uh you know, Lenardi still has him as a number six seed. Keep in mind, Lenardi doesn't do the actual tournament. He just <laughs> right. predicts what he thinks is gonna happen. So, you know, if you're if you're looking online today and you're saying, Well, he's still got him as a number six, that's all well and good. He's not gonna decide. And Tony's right. If the Aztecs win at Boise State and uh, take care of their home finale against Wyoming and then run the tournament. They've got to move up to a number four spot, I think. I yeah. really think they've got to move all the way up into the number four spot. And that gives you, you know, a situation where you're playing a, a thirteen seed in the first round and, you know, really puts you in a in a position where you can do some advancing in the NCAA tournament. Most of the teams that win the NCAA championship are a top four seed. Right. In fact, about 90% are at least a four seed. So, uh, yeah, I I'd like. I think the Aztecs have something to play for down the stretch because I think a four seed is a whole lot different than a six seed. And we already talked about the dangers of a six seed because you can wind up playing one of those play-in teams as right. an 11, and they come in with a little momentum, and you don't have a chance to scout them. So I'm really hoping they can win enough to move out of the six spot Get up to number five. Maybe in a perfect world, they can get up to number four. But uh, the other thing I wanted to say about that that game the other night a rope's my guy. I, I am such an a rope yeah. fan. Every time he comes into the game, something really good happens for the Aztecs. And, you know, because of his health, Tony, he only can play 17, you know, 19 minutes a game. But he gives you, in 19 minutes of the night, 6.6 rebounds that's a double double if he's playing a full game and this is yeah. what a rope does practically every night off the bench I I, I know it's Bradley I know it's Tremel I know it's Butler Mensa the whole thing but a rope is the secret sauce for this Aztec team
2: yeah no we talked about it he he does all of the dirty work his his stat line doesn't jump off the page right three of seven from the field he had six boards. Um, he had six points, but you also have to keep in mind that he did that in in night in a half a game That's uh, right. worth of work. So yeah, you, 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 he's he he does all of the things. When you have all of these offensive weapons that the that the Aztecs has, somebody's gotta gotta do the dirty work. And the good thing about this group is all of them are willing to do it. But rope has a has a nose for the basketball. He just seems to always be around it. And you really can't go wrong having a player that does that. And so you put that in with the rest of the pieces you have. This is why a team only has five losses. And they're, they've been able, even when they haven't looked great at times, they find other ways to win. And I think that's the really the, the superpower of this team is that no matter what it looks like, sometimes it looks pretty, sometimes it looks god-awful, but they find a way to win a ball game.
3: You know, a rope is shooting sixty-seven percent from the field this year, Tony. Yeah, that's that's, that's amazing. That'll work. That'll yeah, work. I don't care. That means when he is layups, taking shots,
2: yeah, when he is taking shots, it's better than a fifty-fifty chance. It's going in. It's going if you in, take that all day
3: long. I love that. All right, uh, nice win for the Aztecs. We'll take a timeout. Bottom of the hour. And uh, I think we got a little PPP action coming up. Oh, is that well, not Excuse correct? you, maybe Chris. Maybe? Excuse you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we <laughs> have some Padres pen pals. <laughs> no, I'm not telling you to have to run to the restroom. I'm telling you that Padres pen pals is coming up next on Gwen and Chris.
1: When Padres news breaks, 97.3 The Fan is...
3: This hour on 97.3 seven three defend
2: is brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture. Bob's Discount Furniture, home of the world famous Bobopedic mattresses. All the, for all the comfort and quality of a national mattress brand for half the price. No matter your budget, there is a Bob-O-Pedic memory foam, hybrid or hybrid plus mattress for you. Check them out at myBobs.com. MyBobs. Yeah. com. <laughs> <laughs> we got a PPP Padres pin pal. I'm gonna stop saying PPP. It sounds crazy when you say it real fast. We got a PPP <laughs> uh, Padres pin pal coming up. I'm sure uh, this should be fun. I'm sure there's gonna be. I mean, I would hope in this Padres pin pal that we don't have um, any, you know. Upset. It's a hater free Padres pen pal. A, is it a hater? Oh, it's a hater
4: free. I, I love the hater free. I wasn't going to rain on the parade today. Oh, Believe right, well, me, I got plenty of them that were haters. But well, Really?
3: Why didn't you throw one in just to no, mix things positive, up? Positive Padres. Well, give us an idea what the negativity could possibly be at this point.
4: Uh, they've they've mortgaged their entire future on three oh, guys. Yeah. I oh. forgot about that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. All right, I'll dig one up.
2: Why not? I'll dig one All up. All right, let's let's get into uh, a Padres pin pal after some traffic. <laughs>
3: It's time to ask the experts, Padres fans. I was
2: hoping
1: maybe you can bring a little insight into it.
3: Write us, tweet us, Facebook us, send a carrier pigeon for Chris. He thinks they're cute. Padres Pen Pals begins. Hurt the pelota big time. Now on 97.3 The Fan.
4: Well, now that we're back in Padres season, we're going to have more of Padres Pen Pals. And like I said, I'll leave the hater one until the end to see if we even have time for it. But let's get into the first one and Chris's favorite part, the scribbling. Now, this is from Dario in Fallbrook. I'm a Padres fan because of one person, my grandpa. He passed away in 2011, but was a lifelong San Diegan and a lifelong Padres fan. Or fan. I wouldn't have the passion and dedication for the Padres unless he showed me the way. He would love what they are doing right now, but something he would always tell me is a team needs depth. And this has rubbed off on me. Don't get me wrong. I'm very proud and happy as a Padres fan. I just worry about an injury and whether the Padres can weather the storm. So, Chris, you're up first. Do you think this is a complete team?
3: I do. Um, here's my thing about an injury in the depth situation. Right now, the Padres have four superstar players in their everyday lineup. If one of them were to get hurt, and let's, you know, hope that doesn't happen, but if one of those guys gets hurt, guess what? They still would have three superstar <laughs> players in their everyday lineup. Yeah. So. You know, you're going to have to wipe out a lot of guys for this team to lose its overall effectiveness. Keep in mind, they're not going to have Fernando the first 20 games. I think the other three superstars will be able to lead this team fine. The guys on the bench, I mean, Dave Magadan's going to be on the bench. Nelson Cruz is going to be on the bench. I wait, don't know if they have Hall of Fame guys on the bench, but they got pretty good guys. Dave, wait. Did, they did, say Dave did I Magan? say Dave Maggin and Matt Carpenter? I <laughs> can Matt Carpenter, what? Why did I throw <laughs> Dave Maggin
4: in there? Like, wow. did, did I was like, did they get a new guy and I just didn't know about That is a
3: brain cramp.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Tony, I looked at Tony, he goes, huh? Matt Carpenter.
3: Did I at least say Nelson Cruz right? Yes, you did. You oh, said dude. Nelson Cruz. You I'm did say roll. Nelson Cruz. Uh, Zocar, Brandon Dixon, Capisano. Look, the bench is not as good as the starters, but I think a lot of that is because the starters are so good. All right. Tony, do you think this is a
2: complete team? Yes, I do. Um, Whatever. To me, their only depth issue was the pitching, and then they quickly changed that by the start of the games, right? I mean, you got Waka. Seth Lugal, by the way, looked great the other day. You got Cole Hamels, who's working himself back in. You got Morty Hone, who looked good on the backfield. So you got you got some options in terms of starters. Uh, and so, as Chris said, the, the, the thing about superstars and potential Hall of Famers is they can cover up whatever hole comes about because they're that good. And when you have three of them, it makes it even easier to, to plug a hole. So, I, I'm I'm not I'm not worried about it. Injuries, quite frankly, injuries can happen to all the teams all the same way, depth or no depth. And I think the Padres are best positioned to deal with injuries should it happen to them. Now, there's a, there is a number like you hit too many injuries, then your depth starts to get weaker, and that can pose a problem. But I, I think the Padres are in a good spot.
4: All right. Thank you, Dario and Fallbrook. And I have something similar. My grandpa made me the lifelong 49ers fan that you all know and love. So good mm, for the grandpas the out there. <laughs> I don't know about the last part, Tony says. Uh, here is from Danny, and she wanted to make me, make me make you guys aware that she is one of the smartest and hardest cheering Padres fans out there. Okay? Love it. I am ha- as happy as anyone that Manny Machado is in a Padres uniform, and he chose to be in a Padres uniform. Makes me proud to be a Padres fan and proud to call San Diego my home. I was reading Kevin AC's report, and I kept going back to one thing. AC wrote, quote, They believed in me, and we're talking about Machado, and he's interviewing Machado. They believed in me from day one, and here we are. We're excited to be here. We're excited to be here for the rest of our careers and have this hat going into the Hall of Fame, end quote. I am curious if you guys know who Manny is talking about. I thought about his wife, but then he said, we're excited to be here for the rest of our careers. So, Danny would like to know, Tony, you're up first, who do you think Manny is talking about?
2: Well, he's talking about his his wife. I mean, she's as much a part of his career as as he is. I mean, I know she's not on the field doing it, but uh, the support system and all of those things that uh, allow Manny to be Manny are are, are equally important. And so uh, I think his dog Kobe as well maybe be uh, part of that as well.
4: Does he um, have a but, Kobe and Kiki? I think I remember that from the commercials. I don't know if, I
2: don't know if he has a Kiki, but I know he has a Kobe because he's, he he's a big Kobe Bryant fan. So, uh, yeah, no, I think he's just talking about his family. I mean, uh, if you haven't noticed, Manny is, is super big on family. Um, and you know, when you make a commitment like this, it's, it's not just about yourself. It's also about the people um, the people around you that,
3: that allow you to, to be you.
4: Chris, what uh who do you think Manny Machado is talking about
3: here? Uh it was uh, him and his new best friends Ben and Woods. Oh, yes, we have it right here. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> right that who he studio. was talking about? Best
4: friends lifetime contract
3: extension. Yeah, they signed a lifetime. card con- uh, Manny signed a lifetime. I never even thought be about best that. Best buddies with Ben and Woods. I'm almost sure that's who he's talking about in this clip. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't have anything more to add I know, than Tony I know, already said, I know. so
4: you could speculate all you want but we don't know but thank you danny i thought this was kind of interesting because i thought about it too for a while and uh i guess yeah it is about his wife so let's go to the next one all right this is from uh i hope it's chai or shy so i'm gonna go with shy because i think shy sounds a little bit better they didn't give me a clarification but I can't believe the Padres are the talk of baseball. I grew up in San Diego but moved to New Hampshire for college. I'm able to keep up with everything Padres because of your website. I open the stream and listen all day. Scraby, if you could have the sound clip of Chris saying Chill son ready, that would be great. I do think the Padres are set for a World Series run, but I think some of my friends need to. Chill son. I am not anti fun, but I am being pro being real. These games actually have to be played, and no one knows what can happen through a full season. My friends think I need to... Chill, son! Do I need to... Chill, son! ...and have more have more fun, or do my friends need to... Chill, son! ...and pump the brakes shy from <laughs> Hanover, New Hampshire. Um, Chris, <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you think his friends need to... Uh, ch- or do you think that he needs to have more fun?
3: No, I think everybody should be excited about this season. I, I, I'm not sure. I think he's asking, should he calm I mean, calm his expectations He's saying down. that they
4: haven't played the games yet, and, and he wants to, to stop putting him in the World Series, I believe. Yeah.
3: Well, look, we all know you can't put anybody in the World Series in baseball. I mean, the Dodgers won 111 games, wasn't it, last year? I think so, They're not yeah. in the World Series. That's they didn't true. even get to the championship. So you, you've got to play all these games, of course, and the playoffs are going to be – that was – Speaking of Ben and Woods, that was one, <laughs> to- yeah, yeah, one of the cameras. Oh yeah, yeah, we're okay. Yes, they have everybody right there. Yeah, it was just one of their okay. cameras falling. It's okay, everybody. And you know okay. what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep it on the desk, fallen. Not going to try to <laughs> attempt to set it back up. Okay. <laughs> I, I just I think everybody should really enjoy this season. Is my bottom line here? We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if injuries are going to come. We don't have any idea. But you got to be excited. If you're not excited about this season. Then um, yeah, I don't know what you what you are going to need. So just have fun, enjoy it. I, I think they're pretty much a guarantee to be in the postseason, and hope things bounce their way come October. All right, Tony. Does Shy need
4: to chill, son, and have more fun, or do, does his friends need to chill, son, and pump the brakes?
2: I, I think uh, I think both things can be true. Both things can be uh, okay. Um, there are going to be the set of folks who go over the top and you know we'll get their get the Padres World Series champs tattooed on their leg or arm and you, you know it's going to happen and there are those who will be quietly confident about their squad um i tend to go the latter because the other one opens you up to have to deal with you know people talking you know trash back so um either way i think it's okay to to be to be on both of those in both of those buckets
4: yeah, thank you, Shy, and thank you for listening all the way from Hanover, New Hampshire. I've never been to New Hampshire. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Anyway, uh, I put a last one in here because you guys both asked for, at least Chris asked for a hater one. but And Chris, I guess you'll be up first on this one. From Dale, I don't know how Peter Seidler is spending all this money, but I don't think it's good business.
3: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> but I don't think it's good business. The Padres are all are going all in, and there's no way out with all these long-term contracts. I worry the team is putting all its eggs in one basket, and if they don't pan out, we have a bunch of overpaid paperweights. Why is no one else worried like I am, Chris? Dick Monfort's worried like
3: you are. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> there you go. Give him a call. <laughs> That's a good point, Chris. <laughs> Give him a call. Yeah, you guys can share in your concern. Yes. That's all you uh, got? I, yeah, that's all I got. All I mean, right. I'm not going to... I could repeat the same thing I've said a hundred times. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm pretty good on how the, the roster's been put together. Tony,
2: why is no one else worried like I am? Uh, because we've, we've, we've all been... If you lived here in San Diego, you've already done that before. You've gone that route of worrying about, you know, how we're going to get players. Once we get a player, are we going to keep a player? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. So I would suggest... Um, and besides, what future are you waiting on? Like you, you don't want to mortgage the future. We've seen what the waiting on the future road takes us. It's bunch not of missed, bunch of missed playoffs. <laughs> but a bunch of missed playoffs. It's a bunch of non-competitive seasons. Enjoy this. Let uh, let everybody else worry about what happens uh, when they when they get older. Because this is. There isn't going to be very many rosters that are going to be able to top what the Padres put together, as I said, for the next, even if you want it to be super-duper negative, the next five years. I think that's a good run either way.
4: I also saw a bunch of Twitter posts saying that they're going to need to open up Gallagher Square a little bit just so more people can, uh, or more statues can be fit into that little area over there. Ooh, more
3: statues.
4: Yeah. I like so it. we got Manny Machado statue. We got, hopefully, a Juan Soto statue. Hopefully, a
3: Joe Musgrove statue. If they only win one World Series out of all of this... Worth it. I would honestly take it. It's worth it. At this point... But at least now, they're... if they win one, I'm going to want two. But, I mean, if they, of course. If they at least of course. get a World Series and then worry about the rest later.
4: Yeah, I had a friend tell me over the weekend that not only did the Padres buy Manny Machado for the rest of his career, they also bought the Padres fan peace of mind because he will be in a Padres uniform for that entire time with the no trade, no
2: opt-out. So, there. That's it for That's Padres it. Pen Pals. Thank you, Scraby. I'm glad you got the hater one in there. That was it <laughs> From felt, Dale? It felt oh. needed.
4: Let me let me thank everyone. Dale, Shy, Danny, and Dario.
2: Shout out to our uh peers out there. Thank you for your participation. <laughs> Let's get to break. When we come back, Chris versus the fan, we get the week kicked off the right way. Hopefully Scraby's questions are up to date. We're winning, Chris.